stood and shouted, Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. For forty days the Philistine came forward and took his stand, morning and evening. First Samuel 17 Hey, welcome back to the Sons of Valor podcast. Brian Phillips here with Grace Ops. I want to talk to you about the difference between dying in a battle or living as a coward. And it happens to us more often than you would think. I want to talk about this epic battle from the Valley of Elah. I was in this valley in 2016. It was June. It was hot. It was really hot. Like, so hot, I, won't, I don't want to go back to Israel in the summertime hot. We climbed a fence because it's not a tourist attraction. There's really nothing there. It's a valley. And it's where this battle took place. And the tour guide on the bus said, the young men or the men capable to hop that fence and run, I don't know, a quarter mile or more, down to this brook where David chose his five smooth stones. And we would run back. It was a quick stop, and it was hot. I'm running. My phone rings. I'm in Israel. It's Father's Day, and my daughters are calling from the the U.S. to wish me Happy Father's Day. What an epic moment in my life. Happy Father's Day! They're, they're celebrating me and telling me they love me. While I'm running on speakerphone in the Valley of Elah, where David killed Goliath. It was awesome. I'll never forget it. So what happened that day on that field? 40 days, 40 nights, morning and evening. The Philistine came out to make his defiance. The Philistine came out to ask for a man to fight him. And when Saul heard this, and all the men of Israel, they were were afraid. They were dismayed. They were cowards. Forty days, 80, 80 times they heard the charge. Fight me. 80 times. No one's doing anything. They're scared. 40 days? They're used to hearing this now. I mean, this is becoming like normal habit, normal patterns. How are these men wired? Why is David different? David's not even there. David doesn't hear any of these words. He's actually back home taking care of the sheep on his his father's uh, pasture land. He's not old enough to be in the battle. His father says, hey, David, I want you to take some bread and some cheese. Go deliver it down to your brothers. Go down to the battle. Bring back a token from your brothers so I know they're, they're okay. So that's how David gets involved. David's a shepherd boy. David's wired differently. 
David thinks differently. Where does his strength come from? How did he get like that? See, I believe David was fully present. He lived ready. His courage came from doing the right thing and being a man after God's own heart. Now, we know David's life, and we know David wasn't perfect. It's not about perfection. It's about pursuit, man. David was a man of action. While taking care of the sheep, there were times when lions and bears would attack. David, doing the right thing, taking care of the sheep, he tells the story himself that he would seize lions and bears with his hands and he would strike them until they released the sheep. And he would say, God was with me. You see, I believe David had a relationship with God. He's known as a man after God's own heart, even after all of his failures throughout his life. But this day in battle is different. This day in battle is powerful. Huge statement, 80 times, 40 days. I mean, come on, come on. David shows up on the scene and he brings the bread and the cheese. And he shows up in the morning about the time the Philistine, Goliath, is coming out to ask again for a man to come face him off. Face off with me. We'll fight. We'll battle. One of us will die. David's delivering cheese and bread, and he hears this defiant, uncircumcised Philistine make his usual defiance to Israel and to the living God that he happens to love. David wouldn't have it. I love it. In the story, there's a little phrase that says, and David heard it. Oh, that brings me alive when I hear that. And David heard it. A man who thinks differently heard it. A man who's wired for battle heard it. The warrior heard the enemy's appeal, the charge of the enemy. And he responds accordingly. Now, David doesn't just go out and fight the man. David had to figure a few things out. David had to go through protocol. First off, David's brother starts totally ripping him to shreds. You know, who'd you leave those few sheep with? You're so selfish. I mean, right out of the chutes. So David kind of blows his brother off, which you got to learn how to do that. It's a good, it's a good warrior mindset to learn how to blow off the people who don't matter. That voice doesn't matter. I don't care what you think about me. So David is asking questions. What will be done for the man who kills that Philistine? Tell me again about the taxes that will be removed from my, my family, my father's household. Tell me again about the the brides, the, the, the bride that I'll get. Tell me, tell me again about all that. Tell me about the reward. David goes before King Saul. King Saul's been living in fear 40 days. David says with confidence, I'll kill this man. Don't worry. I'm here. 
<laughs> Don't worry. I got this, king. And the king says, well, you're not really old enough to go out. And David says, but I've killed the lion and I've killed the bear. And this disgrace will be just like one of those. You'll see. God will be with me. Saul sees no other option. Saul allows this to happen. The king gives him permission. Go ahead, David. Take my armor. Put it on and go fight. Well, David did that. He put on Saul's armor. He walked around a bit. See, I, I love this about David, the confidence he had even as a young lad, a young, a young boy, not even old enough to fight. Think about this, men. He took it off. He took it off. He didn't care even about offending the king. Respectfully, obviously, but he took off the armor. He knew who he was. He knew what he was skilled at. And he knew that I'm not going to fight this battle in another man's armor. So, so David goes down to that, that little brook. And he gets five smooth stones in the valley of Elah. And he puts them in his pouch. And he has a sling. See, because David, I, I imagine, was really good with a sling. Obviously, he was. One shot kill. He was practicing. He knew his trait. He knew his art, and he was ready. You see, when David showed up that day with bread and cheese, he was a man who was alive. He was a man who was not a coward. He was a boy who knew how to be present in the moment. Big stage, big valley, the battle lines are drawn. It's a big moment. It's epic. He's fully present. He showed up ready. He didn't have to go prepare. His courage came from doing the right thing with the sheep. Well, when the enemy came to the sheep, I killed the enemy. I struck the enemy. Don't worry, Saul. This will be the same way. It'll be the same outcome. So David takes off the armor, grabs five smooth stones, and he goes out onto the battlefield where he gets ridiculed by, by Goliath, obviously. You're coming at me with sticks. He's mocking, being ridiculed. David has no problem. David says something profound. You come against me a sword, spear, and javelin. But I'm coming against you in the name of the God that I love. I'm coming against you because I'm a man after his own heart. You see, I believe David stepped on that battlefield. Even if he was going to die, I think David would rather die fighting the enemy, defending the name of God, Versus living like a coward for 40 days, 80 times. 
Wow. I mean, just think about the difference of the mindset. I'd rather go fight and put my life on the line than retreat back to a tent and twiddle my thumbs and live in fear and dismay. I'd rather die in an epic battle than live like a coward. Wow. So David makes a profound statement. He tells Goliath, I'm going to cut your head off with a sword. But David doesn't have a sword on him. But Goliath does. (laughs) The enemy brought the tools that David needed that day. David saw the tools and he said, hey, you're going down and I'm going to cut your head off. So that's how the battle happened. David runs to the battle line. He gets his sling and his stone ready to go. And right at the right timing, he releases the stone. And the God of Israel is with him. And the stone hits Goliath on the forehead and sinks into his skull. Goliath proceeds to fall to the ground. David runs to Goliath, stands over him like you do like you do, (laughs) grabs the sword, this massive sword of Goliath, he grabs it, pulls it up over his head and, and, and strikes a killer blow to cut off the head of Goliath. The result was a surge to the other men. The result was victory for a nation. David heard it. David was present. David took control of the situation. Not in his own strength entirely, but boy, didn't it take a lot of strength for him to trust God like that? Yes, it did. As sons of valor, we talk about how valor is part of your outward life. It's what you put on display to the world. Courage. Bravery. In life's battles. Now, I've never been in a battle for life life or death. I've never been in a battle like that. Maybe I have a couple times and didn't know. But not where I went out to say one of us is going to leave alive and one of us won't. I've I've never went intentionally into an arena like that. So the battlefield of life. What battles are you avoiding? What battles are you avoiding? What battles are you not facing? What battles should you be facing right now? If you think about your work. Think about your marriage. Think about your children. Think about your relationships. Is there an area of your life that is a potential battle? Obviously not one as epic as David and Goliath. But is there a battle that you're being a coward in? Avoiding. Not facing not being present, not showing up ready, heart filled with courage. Now, I think we all have those types of scenarios in our lives. 
David did later on in his life. We all have those scenarios. We all are cowards at times. But there's a mindset that you ought to have. There's a mindset that we got to develop. And we, in our five-star charge, we talk about the inner world. And we've identified honor, affection, liberty, war. And when we have those in our inner life, when we're doing the right things in our inner world, then we more easily are men who show up present. We actually show up in the battlefields of life prepared and ready that our courage comes from doing the right thing. Our courage comes from our love for God. So what type of man are you? What type of man are you? What type of mindset do you have? And I think we need each other. We talk about a band of brothers in the Grace Ops culture. We need a band of brothers. All of Israel, all the men went back to their tents for 40 days. And they stirred fear. They gave dismay a place to live in their mind. And what it did was it produced hopelessness in their hearts. But here comes this little shepherd boy. Alive. Present. Ready for battle. And that's what we want to do as Sons of Valor on this podcast and in our Grace Ops culture. We want to help men form a band of brothers, taking a charge so that we would be prepared, that we would be ready for battle. The battles of life, the small things, the tension in your marriage, the tension with your children. Maybe the tension at work or the company that you run. That we would not be men who would retreat back as cowards from the battlefield of life. The different ways life presents these many battles to us. But we would show up present and we would be there and we would do the work. It's not just the physical battles. It's not just the physical protection. So where are you not being present? What type of man are you? Do we have the mindset of David? Or do we have the mindset of Saul? Afraid? Do we have the mindset of David? Don't worry, I'm here. Don't worry, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to get involved. I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. There's a power in a man is present. Men, we need you 
to be present. Ready. We want to help prepare you to grow in this mindset. We want, we want men to build a band of brothers so we can encourage bravery. We can encourage being present. So that we don't avoid the battles that we need to be at. So that we're not absent when we need to be present. Just being there. Facing what you need to face. Solving the problems of your marriage, of those who are close to you, those tensions and relationships. Not walking away from them, but being fully present. I'm here. And yeah, it's not a physical battle, but it's a battle. And it's a battle I'm willing to be present on. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. So how do we live like David? How do we stay ready? How do we live ready? I mean, I, I, I see David killed the lion and the bear. That's pretty awesome. And he had the same mentality towards Goliath. It was like he just kind of, he lumped them into the same category. Yeah, I already killed lions and bears, and this guy is going to be just like that. Where did David kill lions and bears? He killed them in the mundane back pastures where no one was looking at him. He didn't get a trophy that day. He didn't get he didn't become like famous because he killed the lions and bears. He did with Goliath though. <laughs> oh, he did with Goliath. But it was in the mundane. The daily ops, the daily task, the daily habits, thoughts. David was present in life. He was practicing his skill. He knew his sling. He knew the stones. He knew. He, he had knowledge. And he took time to, to be a good shepherd. And all the shepherd shows up to fend off the wolf of Goliath. What an epic story. So men, do the work. Embrace the mundane. Change your habits. Challenge yourself. Grow. Learn. Be ready, men, so that you can be present. So that you can put on display affection to your family. The inner world. Win the war for your own heart, man. Win that battle for your own heart, your own wholeness. The world doesn't need more broken masculinity. The world needs healthy masculinity. Needs men who care. I'm not talking about being angry. I'm not talking about taking charge and showing up like a jerk. I'm talking about being 
smart. And knowing, you know, if there's a battle you're not facing, you know it. You might not even like listening to this thing right now. Like, forget that. Maybe you tuned out already. I don't know. But I know David, with the lion and the bear and with Goliath, he'd rather die fighting. Think about it. Adrenaline pumping. Fighting for a cause. That's not a bad way to go. It's kind of like glory, isn't it? He'd rather do the right thing than retreat back and regret. 40 days. Come on, 40. 40 days. 80 times. Wow. You see, fear will just make you more afraid the next day. In the 25th day. In the 37th day. And you'll be in a rut. But I'm going to ask you to break out of that today. None of us are perfect. None of us live it perfect. And we do need each other. So men, as I close this time out together, I want to charge you with this. Do the work to be ready. Put in the time. Build the habits. Go be men and sons of valor. Well, I want to thank you today for tuning in to Sons of Valor. I'd like to encourage you to go to our website, graceops.net. Buy some gear. Take the five-star charge. You'll find it real quick on our website. Go click on it. Go sign up and be ready. We're going to be, we're building resources now. We're building content that's just going to keep releasing to encourage you and resource you to empower you to live upright. So take the charge and I would encourage you to share this podcast, share the website, help us get the word out. We want to bring great impact to the hearts of men. Thanks for tuning in.